This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I love this work because it was very creative and they thought about many different aspects of the tumor and the tumor immunology and that allowed them to create a system where they could combine natural aspects of the tumour and natural aspects of T-cells together. I thought it was very creative. That is Cleona Rooney discussing a paper by Mark Kobold and colleagues. And this is Forum. Welcome to Forum. Nature Biotechnologies podcast, where we take a paper recently published in our pages or or elsewhere, and we discuss it with leading researchers in the field. This is episode three, and I'm with one of our senior editors, Irene Harsham. Irene, what's the paper for this episode? For this episode, we're going to be discussing a paper from Mark Cobalt and colleagues where they retarget virus-specific T-cells that are hanging around the tumor to actually kill the tumor. So it's using T-cells to attack tumor cells. That's right. But the interesting thing here is that normally tumor cells either naturally kill tumors or... T-cells. T-cells, yeah. yeah. Um, Or we use engineering strategies or antibody, different antibody strategies to try to get T cells who are killing machines to kill the tumor. The different thing with this strategy is that they're using virus-specific T cells. And we all have virus-specific T cells because we've all been exposed to viruses, but those cells hang around the body not to kill the tumor, but to kill any other cells that become infected with virus. Here they use those virus-specific cells, redirect them to the tumor. And they have kind of a neat way in which they do that, a clever thing, way, I think, in which they do that. All right, so it's not, are these virus-specific T cells, are they cultivated in some way, or are they being engineered? Yeah, so that's a good question. They're not, in this paper, they're not engineered. They're just the way they are. But in, in these experiments, because it's a mouse and they're working with human cells, they are using... In, in the experiments, they are transferring in virus-specific T-cells. 
the way that, you know, ideally in a person, if this was translated to the clinic, the way this would work is you would either transfer virus-specific T cells into those individuals or more ideal, what ideally what you would do is you would use the cells that are already present in that person and retarget them against the tumor. All right. So then the, the, the final question is how are they able to retarget these? these? If these T cells are already focused on viruses, how are we retargeting them to go after some cancer cell. Yeah. So that's the that's basically the paper. And what they do is they take an antibody that recognizes a protein on the tumor and they conjugate to that antibody a peptide that is recognized by the T cells that mm-hmm. are virus specific. So basically they have the epitope that is usually bound to MHC molecules and presented to viruses conjugated to this antibody that binds the tumor. The way this works now is you give the mice, in these experiments, you give the mice this antibody, mm-hmm. and when it gets into the tumor microenvironment, it binds the tumor cell, and metalloproteinases that are present in the tumor microenvironment cleave off the peptide that's linked to the antibody. And because it's all kind of in the tumor locally in the tumor, that peptide now binds HLA on the tumor. So now basically what the strategy gets you, it's it gets virus peptides presented on tumor cells. Mm-hmm. So now the T cells that are hanging around see that and Attack kill it. it. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, and one more thing I want yeah. to say is that a key to this, which we get into in the interview with Cleona Rooney, a key to this is that the peptides that they pick that are virus peptides have to be recognized by virus-specific T cells that are found in many people uh-huh. because otherwise you'd have to devise a new therapy for, for each every single person. Patient, right. right. So what they do is they take advantage of the fact that there are some virus infections that many of us get, and those infections have peptides that are very commonly presented and targeted by T cells. And so it's not a universal kind of therapy, Mm -hmm. but that's the goal and that's what they're going for. And I'm assuming this is the first time this has been done. Yeah, as far as I know, as far as as any of us know, it's the first time this strategy has been used. And then, so can you tell me who Cleo is? So Cleona Rooney is an expert in this field of immunotherapy, and she is a professor at Baylor College of Medicine. So that paper, the title is Antibody-Mediated Delivery of Viral Epitopes to Tumors Harnesses CMV-Specific T-Cells for Cancer Therapy. That was published in Nature Biotech on February 10th. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Off you go. Hello? Hi, Cleo. This is Irene from Nature Biotech. Hi, Irene. How are you? Fine, thank you. Can you describe the paper and tell me what you thought was exciting or uh, what you like about it? So um, this paper takes advantage of very high frequencies of functional virus-specific T cells uh, to target tumor cells by endowing the tumor cells with the ability to present uh, virus-specific peptides. And they do this by targeting tumors using antibodies that are specific to tumor antigens. And these antibodies are conjugated to uh, viral peptides with a protease that allows proteases that are expressed by most tumor cells and that are important for tumor cell metastasis and spread 
uh, and allows these proteases to cut the viral peptides off the antibody and then they're loaded onto the tumor cells. And that the reason that this can happen at the surface of the tumor is that uh, many of the HLA molecules on the tumor are empty and they demonstrate this using an antibody that recognizes only empty HLA molecules. And they show that uh, these empty HLA molecules can be loaded at the tumor cell surface um, passively, really. Um, and so this allows the virus-specific T cells, which are infused, or potentially just circulating virus-specific T cells to recognize and kill the tumor cell specifically. And so really that is the crux of the paper, and they show this both in vitro and in a variety, uh, several different tumor models, including lung, breast cancer, and liver cancer. So they're using very specific T cells, basically redirecting them to, to kill the tumor. Which virus-specific uh, T cells do they actually go after? More specifically, which, which uh, viruses and which epitopes do they choose? And how broadly are these T cells found in the human population? Well, initially, they demonstrate proof of principle using CMV-specific T cells. And these are particularly suitable because CMV-specific T cells have been shown to circulate with extremely high frequencies in both healthy donors and patients, and sometimes even more so in patients. And it's previously been shown that these cells actually have an effector uh, phenotype. So they actually, they actually already have effector function without needing prior activation. So these circulate with a very high frequency, and CMV is particularly interesting in this respect because such a high frequency of CMV-specific T cells can be detected. They also show it for EBV-specific T cells because the problem with CMV is that probably between 40 and 70% of people are infected with CMV, so only these uh, CMV seropositive individuals will have circulating T cells or T cells that circulate at high frequency. So for that reason, they test EBV-specific T cells, since EBV is much more ubiquitous in, in that over 95% of all human populations are infected with EBV. Um, and they also exist as in, in the memory phenotype, although there are also a lot of central memory EBV-specific T cells. So I think this uh, they showed it for the, both of these viruses, but other viruses could certainly be included. The, the advantage of CMV and EBV is that they have a high frequency of HLA class 1 restricted CD8 T cells, which may have a better effective function than perhaps CD4 T cells. Mm -hmm. So I think CMV and EBV are a very good choice. They have a linker between the epitope um, the, that they want to be loaded onto the HLA and the antibody that binds to the tumor cell. And that linker is um, cleavable by, by metalloproteinases, which are expressed in the tumor microenvironment. How well does this approach generally work? It's not the first time that there's a, a therapeutic approach with, with this sort of strategy to unlink two different parts of the system using these metalloproteinase-sensitive um, linkers. Do they work well? Do they work in, in many tumors? Um, yeah, can you just speak about that a little bit? Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I think that's a very interesting question. So I was very surprised how well this did, in fact, work. But the authors um, identified which proteases, metalloproteinases, were produced by each tumor. So it may be that the tumor would have to be investigated prior to uh, to select the specific proteases secreted by that particular tumor. And it's not really clear whether this, this is going to be, um, whether the same proteases will be secreted by, say, all lung cancers or all breast cancers. So maybe some more, more work will have to be done in that area. But it did seem to work extremely well. Um, and I think proteases are definitely necessary at the tumor cell surface. And it adds uh, an additional level of specificity since most normal cells do not express as many proteases as tumor cells. So, for example, they show that although an antibody can target viral peptides to uh, B-cell tumors and also normal B-cells, only the normal B-cells are not killed because they don't cut the peptide off. And so those cells survive. So you were just saying how you were surprised at how well this aspect of the system works. A thing that I found really surprising was how well the peptides are loaded onto the HLA. Um, because I, I know that th there is some exchange at the surface. Um, some, some epitopes fall off the HLA and others could be loaded. But this, this approach really, really relies on that working well. Obviously, they have the antibody that's that's bringing the epitope to the tumor cell surface. So you're locally targeting the epitope, but then there has to be the exchange on the HLA to load whatever epitope you're administering onto, you know, your virus-specific epitope onto the, the HLA on the tumor cell. Were you also surprised that that, that that works, or is that something that's known, that there's a lot of exchange on the HLA? No, 
I think it was it was surprising, but it is true that T cells can recognise quite low levels of peptide at the cell surface. So it may be that the that the process doesn't have to be very efficient, and so a very small number of peptides may be loaded and make the tumour cell susceptible to the virus-specific T cells. And and what they do show is if they incubate the tumour cells with the antibody peptide conjugates, then using the antibody that recognises only H, uh, MTHLA molecules, that the, the frequency of the MTA, MTHLA molecules is decreased on the tumour cells. So I thought that was very interesting. That's a great point about the fact that T cells can recognise such few epitopes, you know, obviously depending on the T-cell receptor um, affinity. You also mentioned at the beginning that the idea would be to target either circulating virus-specific cells or administering um, virus-specific cells to patients, potentially, you know, if this was developed clinically. Would this work with, with cells that are circulating and not necessarily at the tumor site? Do you need some other strategy to recruit the viral-specific cells to the tumor? Well, I think that will be very interesting, and they weren't able to test that in their models because they didn't have a model where um, the mice were infected with with a virus. And, and of course, using human T-cells in mice is very complicated. But since the CMV-specific T-cells do circulate with, with quite potent effector function, this might actually work without having to do the adoptive transfer of the virus-specific T-cells. But I, uh, but I think one would imagine that the adoptive transfer would improve it. But the interesting thing is that there have also been publications showing that there's quite a high frequency of virus-specific T cells within the tumor site, so that they, the, so that it might work without the adoptive transfer. And I think the other thing that that could not be tested in this model, which might work even better in human patients, is that once the T cells go there and they see the they see the tumor peptides being presented, they'll start secreting cytokines like interferon and GMCSF and TNF-alpha, which may reactivate the tumor environment and make it recruit more T cells and reactivate endogenous tumor-specific T cells, causing what's known as epitope spreading. And so I think it, you know, it could be actually much more effective in patients than it, than it can be in mouse models. So you mentioned these papers that that recently showed that there are all these sort of bystander cells at the tumor site, and and some of these cells are virus specific. Why is that? Why would there be um, non-tumor specific T cells at the tumor site? Well, that was surprising to me. But what we do know is that activated T cells, and again, going back to the fact that that, that CMV specific T cells are activated when in the circulation. I think they automatically go to sites of inflammation. So if it's an inflammatory tumor that recruits T cells, those virus-specific T cells will enter the tumor site. And they may not normally stay very long because they, w- they w- shouldn't probably see the antigen that they're, that they're specific for, but they will, they will keep circulating to the inflammatory site. And I, I suppose that is why they're there. Mm-hmm. It may also be for CMV that... Um, that if CMV is not well controlled, that there may be CMV-infected cells at the tumor site. For, and there certainly are EBV-infected, normal EBV-infected cells in lymphoma sites, for example, and I'm not and breast cancer. So um, there may be EBV-specific T cells in, in breast cancer, for example. So do you expect that the approach would work if it was a cold tumor, uh, meaning that there aren't T cells at the tumor site? 
I think that's a really good question, and I honestly don't know the answer to that. And it may be that you have to sort of reactivate the tumor site. For example, you could do it by the injection of toll-like receptor ligands to activate the tumor and then infuse your antibodies and your, t your antibody peptide conjugates with tumor-specific T cells. So I think, you know, initially probably you would go after a hot tumor where you know that the T cells will infiltrate. And if that's effective, then move on to the cold tumors. But it definitely might require some additional immunotherapies to activate the tumor. Mm -hmm. So along the same lines, the, the results that the authors show in the paper definitely show an improvement um, in terms of tumor control and survival of the mice, uh, but it's not curative. And... You know, you just suggested some ways in which the approach could be combined to to improve it. Are there any other sort of combinations that you think would work well, even in a hot tumor, that that would boost the performance of this approach? Well, the authors already tested the combination with checkpoint therapy and anti-VEGF, and what they found for one of the tumors, what they had to actually to eliminate. Um, myeloid-derived suppressor cells. So maybe combining it with some therapy that could eliminate myeloid-derived suppressor cells to allow the T cells to function better. For example, um, all transretinoic acid, and there may be some other ones that could be used. But yes, I'm sure it is going to be, it is going to require combination therapies. And I think that's pretty clear from the paper. The, the authors are quite clear about that. Mm -hmm. I suppose many immunotherapy approaches these days will will end up being combined with something else in one form or, or another, right? I think so. I mean, I think that the B-cell malignancies are a very special case, but for solid tumors, I'm sure that combinations are required. And even for the B-cell malignancies, the efficacy requires lymphodepletion of the patients prior to infusion. Mm. But there are many more. There are so many um, immunotherapies now, so I think they will be available for combination. Great, Cleo. So just before we close, um, is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you would like to add or mention about this work or maybe just sort of the field? Um, I love this work because it was very creative and they thought about many different aspects of the tumor and the tumor immunology and that allowed them to create a system where they could combine natural aspects of the tumor and natural aspects of T cells together. I thought it was very creative. Thanks so much again, Cleo. Okay, thank okay. you. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye. Bye. Episode 3, A Forum, complete. Thank you, Cleo, for helping us put this together. I would like to thank the Midwest Quiet, as usual, for use of your music in this podcast and in First Rounders. We use it in both places. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast... You can do so by searching the terms forum and nature biotechnology. You will find it wherever you find your podcasts. Google, if you're a Google person, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple. You can reach us on Twitter. Our handle is at Nature Biotech. If you'd like to read this paper, we published it February 10th. It is on the homepage of Nature Biotechnology. We have moved it in front of the paywall for the next week. So act quickly. And yeah, keep your eye out for episode four. Until then. Imagine. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.